0: listening to Gizmonic Institute Radio. In the not too distant future, in the basement of a chunky cheese, there was a guy named Dr. Odd concocting an evil scheme. One thing that drove him bonkers was people talking when movies played. So we shot some suckers into space to make them watch MST3K. to Dr. I should grin as captives for giant fans now they watch Mr. Science Theater while thwarting his master plan it's time for Gizmonic Institute Radio
1: so in conclusion uh, this is the end of my dissertation on why poop is a part of the human body thank you
0: I right. still don't I still don't understand <laughs> yeah I I mean, you you cited all your sources. Uh huh. They you used lots of big words. I did that. I didn't understand like governance. And unfortunately,
2: yes. some ones that I did.
0: <laughs> um, I, yeah. I uh, did we clap? Do we have to I don't clap? Know. Yeah, go ahead.
2: I, I don't know to clap or cry.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> you can be moved, or you can you can tell me about how I. Oh, I, I will your be moved.
2: Mind. I will yeah, be some- moved away from this talk the next time it happens.
0: Yeah, and there's some movement going on somewhere now that I know about more in more detail than I wanted to.
1: Well, you know about it in more detail because it's part of you, and it's part of you that you need to embrace so, and hold. Or let
0: go. Yeah, <laughs> As, yeah. As a it's a temporary maybe. part of me. Are tears part of you?
1: No, definitely okay. not. If anyone says that tears are a part of the body, I will end them.
2: Wow, okay. That's what <laughs> hard, my dad told me, and he said that's why I had to hold them in, no matter what. Because, as we all know, tears are your soul leaving your body,
1: and thats,
2: oh, that's what he taught that's me.
1: Scary! I must have like a really big soul because I've like lost lots of it before. Uh
0: huh. You do cry a lot. I just
1: cry for fun.
0: Mm, yeah, it's a hobby. It's fun me? for you, not for me. Do I hear? Are you tear tear ventriloquist?
1: I am. Oh no! But I am also—I I... hear something else crying in yes. the distance. It sounds oh. like babies.
2: Oh, oh. Okay. Oh man, they're up! Oh, oh, oh no! Doctor
0: Art, are you a daddy? Well, oh, please tell me those are like the kids whose parents—In
2: a th- sense, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, it's
0: a Chuck E. Cheese thing?
2: Well, you guys know how sometimes I uh, I go into my lab over here and I uh, I have that tank of uh, I call it fun fun gas.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I smell it sometimes, and you know sometimes when I I uh, open that fun gas a little too much. I sometimes I make poor choices. Oh, yeah, on is the that internet. what
0: is that what makes the poor choices? Yep, it's okay. the gas's All fault,
2: right. not okay. mine. Okay, that's anyway, that's trick. So I sort of made a bad choice going around the internet. That's good I... of you
1: to admit that you made a bad choice, Doctor Odd. I'm <laughs> proud of you.
2: Well, yeah. it was the gas.
1: <laughs> the gas made a bad
2: choice. Okay. Yes. So, like, as I was saying, mm-hmm. the gas made a bad choice. And it uh, went shopping on the internet and it found a place called Babyland General Hospital.
0: Oh, no. Oh.
2: It sounded very prestigious to me <laughs> at the time.
3: <laughs> yeah?
1: it's a lot and, of syllables
2: uh, for a title, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, needless to say, I have adopted an entire, not so much a Cabbage Patch doll... As the whole cabbage patch.
0: Oh, oh no! No. No. <laughs> no, that well, okay. Oh, yes. So I have a lot of questions here. First of all, doesn't doesn't Babyland General Hospital sound like it should be something that's on like at eleven thirty-five p.m. on Cinemax?
2: That's basically what happened. That's about the time I was looking at it. So,
0: okay,
2: <laughs> okay. basically the Thanks. same thing. You think the, about gas,
0: it. the gas had other ideas, but um It did. But I was still driving the bus, yeah.
1: I didn't think cabbage patch
0: dolls cried though. Yeah. I... I thought they were just toys.
2: Yeah, I didn't uh I didn't really think about that either. I didn't know about how you know I would have to feed them and uh water them. Oh god. Mm. Uh I've been putting Miracle Grow on them, I assume.
0: <laughs> oh no. Is right. that I I you you are so you know how when someone grows something they say they have a green thumb yeah, I've got a I know
1: a, I know that Jeff uh, I've got
0: a red thumb my life Okay <laughs> I've got a red thumb Well no what's the opposite of green uh, Blue? blue uh, chair. No chair. chair I've got a chair thumb Okay um which means that all of my plants that I've ever tried to grow die Oh okay um oh. so I may not be the best person to ask but i do i do i am interested in co-parenting with
1: you. yeah we can give you lots of parenting advice
2: that's cool but listen jeff if uh i mean seriously if your thumb is changing colors i need you to go over to the test take a blood (laughs) test that could be could be the diabetes
0: Oh no! Well, it's uh, it's not really green. Um, it's well, it's yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a pinkish color right now, which is normal, I think.
1: Yep, unless you bite it really hard.
0: Yeah. Oh, stop biting my thumb!
1: <laughs> Wee. Uh, so uh, whatever.
2: I, I don't know why I acted like I cared. But listen.
1: Is, is it is <laughs> a cabbage patch doll just a, a mandrake?
2: Uh, a, it is very similar. Uh, yeah. I think they are maybe ancestors. Oh, okay. The, the mandrake is the ancestor of the cabbage patch kid. Anyway, so these things are like a total like drag. Okay. Okay. And yeah. I've made a terrible mistake. Oh, I and can see
3: them.
1: They look so cute. Oh
0: yeah, they're they're like stirring back there. They're
1: all wriggling around with they're their little cabbage stirring. patch bodies.
0: <laughs> oh no. Let me tell
2: you something. I woke uh-huh. up last night in the middle of the night. It was completely silent. <laughs> Okay.
0: okay, sounds nice.
2: And I was like, man, what time is it? Maybe I want to drink water or something. So I got up and, you know, I turned the flashlight on my uh, flip phone and okay. I got it yep. on. Mm-hmm. And I happened, the light happened to go across the patch and they were all just over there rolling <laughs> their heads in circles oh. Why <laughs> not? Looking at me, but no sound.
0: But completely silent. <laughs> Flipping oh. creep
2: out, man. Oh, man. It's just
1: a roiling green
3: sea of baby faces. It was
1: just rolling yeah,
2: baby that... heads everywhere I could see. That Surrounded sounds... in cabbage, though. Surrounded in cabbage. Yeah. And then that, you know, made me hungry a little bit.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. So was there any rustling from the cabbage leaves, or it was just silence?
2: Mostly silence with a slight, uh, the sound of, uh, what i would imagine uh, me peeing my pants
0: okay <laughs> maybe
1: you could hear like your heartbeat and you like your organs crinkling
0: mm-hmm.
2: you could hear that but probably mostly just the pee
1: just the pee yeah. rushing down
0: i guess that would be a slithering sound probably but, <laughs> In my case <laughs> yeah. so i know how dehydrated so you constantly stay. are so doctor
1: Odd, do they stay babies forever how do how do cabbage patch dolls grow
0: did you up? harvest them that I seems no like idea. a bad here's word the thing. here's okay. the here's
2: you know me Okay.
0: Yeah. There's gotta be an angle. Yeah, yeah Okay?
2: Yeah. It's so I'm okay. thinking, right? I what I've been doing is I've, I've I've got a chance here. I'm gonna and I'm gonna take the test here in a minute to go into the DNA level of the cabbage patch Kid, and then I can alter the genetics
0: Ah. Of the raw patch
2: of, of deadly ferocious can, you know, cabbage patch kids. Oh okay, okay. And okay. cabbage
1: patch dolls that like what I'm is, or something. is, they yeah. get
2: fat, right? They get like real fat, and they get like three times as big. And I figure that's three times the profit. That's three <laughs> times the
0: price. I mean, if you're selling their meat, then yes. Um, as well, a doll, I, you know, be. that could yeah. be arranged. Oh no.
1: Well, it's okay. This is an interesting question. Uh, yes. If if you tear off part of their leaf, is that meat? Because it's it's part of an animal.
0: Well, is a Cabbage Patch an animal or is it a vegetable? Is Bulbasaur an animal or a vegetable? There's so many questions. Uh-huh.
2: Well, I think the answer for the Cabbage Patch Kids is whatever makes me the most money.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, I think you can make more money off of meat than cabbage. So yes, but... I think we're going to have to call mm, it leaf meat.
0: Oh, yo, that, It could be like leaf meat, the meat for vegetarians.
2: Leaf hey, meat. Don't awesome. ask
0: how it's made. That's yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. Just like all those other meat alternatives these suckers buy.
0: Yeah, I I feel like a lot of your experiments, you know, namely kidnapping us and shooting us into space and forcing us to watch Mystery Science Theater 3000, um exist in this moral gray area. Um more toward the the darker part of the gray area than the the lighter part. Um this one I don't think I think this is this, this is fully this is fully darkness of the human soul. Awesome,
2: You yeah. were going to say awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah, listen, it's not that awesome because these babies suck. It's but...
1: <laughs> the darkness of the human souls on whoever invented the Cabbage Patch Kids in the first I,
2: place.
0: Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. Who,
2: who was it? That's what I want to find out, okay? When I get into the DNA here in a minute, mm-hmm. oh. I can see the origins, right, of the yeah, Cabbage yeah. Patch Kid. And I'm going to find out why did somebody... Cross human babies with cabbage?
0: Did it? Was it? Did it come from Alien or Predator? Could Which you just, like, them?
2: combine them with something that tastes good?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, what? Okay. So. Yeah, okay. That does bring up a question. Have you done a taste test with any of your current Cabbage Patch kids?
2: No comment. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> also, like, can we cross food with other or babies with other kinds of food?
2: Sure, you can dice them up with carrots and a stew, whatever. I don't okay. know.
0: What you- well, I was thinking like a, a cookie. cookie
1: Or a carrot patch baby. Carrot patch. Or, yeah. a, or a cookie.
0: A batch. cookie jar baby. Cookie batch baby. Cookie, cookie batch baby. Cookie That's baby. really good.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Come on, that is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> a little chocolate chip fries. Be a brownie, baby, okay? Oh, okay. All right. There you go. That's good.
1: That's alliterative. I like that.
0: A cake, cake That's right, kid. I'm always, I'm
2: always thinking about the marketing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're thinking about a market.
1: Oh look, there's a there's a Cabbage Patch baby emerging. You have to deliver it, Doctor Odd
0: Yeah, it's coming out of the soil. Oh, man, is this
2: happening again? <laughs> yeah, yes, I've got like you. It. Oh look, hey look, look at this cabbage. You came from. You know what, a really <laughs> Good idea is you just go back in it right now. There's no need for you to come out yet. Yeah, no. that's right. You're we'll put replanting you back in a, it.
1: A, I can't watch.
2: Just more of a Brussels sprout right now than a cabbage, yeah. so we're going to put you back in. That's good. Yep. It's, there you
1: go.
0: It's leaking sauerkraut all over your lab coat.
2: It is. That's the thing. Yeah. Everything that comes out of these things is sauerkraut. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Why didn't they think about that when they were like, cabbage patch? Oh, come on. Yeah. Apple something.
0: A- mm, Apple. Yeah. Baby. apple orchard Tree. kids hey, orchard apple. babies Pitch- orchard babies
1: i feel like <laughs> i've been pretty good humored throughout all of this yeah but, uh, that's because i thought i was having a nightmare but mm-hmm. uh, i've been pinching myself for the last 30 seconds i was and, wondering
0: what you were doing nothing
1: has happened so i'm gonna give you a pinch ow and, and we're both awake aren't we
0: yes all right um, I, I, I knew we were awake when you bit my finger <laughs> this um,
2: is really upsetting <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay, well, let's do an audio log. Dr. Odd, you can yeah. do your DNA yeah, tests, I I'm guess.
2: Busy. I'm going to get everything ready. You guys, <laughs> you you nerds, go do your audio log. And then yeah. when it comes back, uh, we will we'll do the test. It's going to be great.
1: To be fair, this is the most actual science that we've heard Dr. Odd <laughs> threaten to true. do. true, yeah.
0: So. Yeah, threaten is a very good modifier there. Right, let's do the audio log. This is the audio log for MSD3K Season Eleven, Episode Twelve: Carnival Magic.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I have very mixed feelings about this episode.
0: Okay. Okay. But I am, go ahead. I am. I am excited to hear your mixed feelings about Carnival Magic. I, I mean, your mixed feelings are probably about how the carnival was so magical that it was just so confusingly magical.
1: That's right. I felt transported to another realm, and then I forgot who I was.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you think there was more magic in this film than in The Magic Sword?
1: Let me look up and see if magic is a synonym for animal abuse. Because if it is, there was a lot more magic in this movie.
0: I would say probably according to Dr. Odd, it is, based (laughs) on his past and current exploits. Um, But let's talk about the MST3K part. Before we talk about the magic that was Carnival Magic, Um, So it starts out, the first segment, um, Crow and Jonah are attending a Tom Talk, uh, which is, it's a TED Talk. I just tried to
1: correct you, but that (laughs) was the joke. Yeah, the 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 joke that it
0: was a TED Talk, yeah. Um, And uh, uh, Crow is treating it, it, like, Tom keeps asking weird, like, supposedly supposed to sound like deep rhetorical questions and crow uh keeps answering those rhetorical mm-hmm, questions mm-hmm. which i thought was kind of funny it was it's fun. like what if you're not just yourself but you're someone bigger and crow's like i'm not i'm myself and it's like okay this is pretty good
1: they had the cadence down really well mm-hmm. it, was, it was entertaining
0: i bet you'll never guess how this the this first segment ends
1: with the intro to the show? Yeah, with Jonah getting sucked oh, okay. up into the Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I uh, felt, uh, felt yeah. like there's mm-hmm. a trick question in there no, somewhere. No, no, he
0: gets sucked up into the tube. Okay. Um, and then it goes to the uh, the Invention Exchange, um, which is, what well, it starts out, the Tom talk is continuing, um, mm-hmm. but then they go to the Invention Exchange. Um, it starts out with the Mads, where Kinga announces her marriage to Jonah, mm-hmm. uh, much to Jonah's chagrin and surprise. Um TV's, and Pat Patton
1: Oswalt's disappointment. Yes, yeah. TV's TV son of TV's, TV's Frank
0: son. is very disappointed because it's it's that classic like she's like, well, I've decided who I'm going to marry, and he's not the best person. But yeah, and, the, the and, more she like starts insulting mm-hmm.
1: him prior, he gets really excited because he's like, it's yeah, me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then it turns out not to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but then they go to the invention exchange proper. Um, Joan and the bots, their invention is the yeast a pet, which is like a chia pet, but it's just bread. You
1: just grow grow some
0: dough, uh huh. Um, it's part uh sea monkey, part bread yeast.
1: <laughs> I feel like there's like a money tree joke in there. I, grow I some I've, dough. I oh, Get
0: it? Yeah. yeah, no, because well, yeah, like because there is a thing called a money tree, right? Yeah, okay,
1: um. I want to say real quick, I want to backpedal yep. for a moment to yep. the, the, sure. the proposal. Uh-huh. or I mean, the statement. Yes. <laughs> You're getting married. Yes. Yeah. Um, does it ever work between mad scientist and henchman? Has that ever proven to be a successful relationship?
0: I, I mean, from a human resources perspective alone... The implications are problematic Which I think would probably Mm. be a check in the It works box for mad scientists It's true Because I feel like mad scientists are Always trying to circumvent uh, You know Normal
1: Yeah if there's a right way of doing things They don't want to do it They
0: want to push the envelope And so if HR is like you can't uh, declare you're going to marry one of your co-workers, um, then they'll be like, well, I'm going to declare that I'm going to marry one of my co-workers. But I it, want you know, a,
1: a Netflix rom-com about the realities of being y- y- your evil villain's henchman and lover.
0: Now, okay, so here's a question. Is mm. one of the requirements for being a mad scientist henchman that the mad scientist has to inherently disrespect you?
1: Yes, I think so. Because okay. presumably the mad scientist disrespects everyone.
0: Okay, that's like fair. Dr. Odd, we've seen that. Oh, uh, for sure. But I was going to say, well, that's, you know, I think that's a deal breaker. But based on some, a lot of marriages I've seen, um, one partner having a great deal of disrespect and, and uh, almost like, uh thinly veiled hatred for the other one is not necessarily a deal breaker in some marriages. So mm-hmm. um yeah, maybe it, uh, I keep thinking of uh the the Discworld character, um uh Lord Vetinari mm. and his uh his like right hand man Drum knot mm-hmm. And there's a there's a high degree of respect. Or like uh, but he's not a mad scientist, I guess. And neither is, I was going to say Batman. And I feel like Batman is the closest to a mad scientist that there's, like, is in, like, a hero. He's not a bad guy. Because uh-huh. he does, like, science stuff. He, You know, he's always making stuff to help him hurt people more. Right,
1: we've wandered a long way.
0: We have. But I feel like he doesn't disrespect Alfred, but they're also not getting married. so They're yeah. not getting
1: married. I, I feel like we watched together mm-hmm. for, for a while and... And we were at the park and yeah. then I looked up and we were like inside a meat packing factory uh-huh. and I was like, When did this happen?
0: And where there was one set of footprints in the meat packing <laughs> detritus. <laughs> is when you left and I was walking <laughs> through my metaphor of Batman and Alfred getting married. All alone. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Let's keep going. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. Let's. No. Let's keep talking about <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The Mads Invention Exchange is the uh, flavor sweat sports drink.
1: Oh such a gross and yet charming idea. Mm-hmm.
0: It uses plutonium waste to make you quote sweat out a rainbow of flavors. Of
1: course. And and uh, they of course with the route of the unpleasant flavors right mm-hmm. she was, yeah.
0: cheese was cheese pizza whatever cheese yeah cheese pizza cheese. uh yeah yeah no that would be i feel like and this could be a personal thing my sweat is already very close to the flavor of a bad cheese pizza.
1: Well, yeah, because Jonah's like saltines, and they're like that's just yeah, a it's sweat. just salt. Yeah, it's just uh-huh. salt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh,
0: and like cheese pizza is mostly just salt. I wouldn't what?
1: remind, or wouldn't remind, I wouldn't mind a refreshing flavor, like mm-hmm. uh, maybe like a mango or a sure. pineapple, strawberry. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, well, you have to, you do have to keep in mind that it is warm. So, what would be <laughs> a warm like, like an Earl Grey? Maybe a
1: uh, cider.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a kind of uh, like pumpkin spice sweat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be. That would be huge. Um, but yeah, that Tasty. that was a very good mat. There. There were no uh, ba- uh, not babies. Rabbits punted in this one. <laughs> or babies on lawnmowers. Or babies on lawnmowers. That might have been what you're thinking. Yeah. Of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was. You know, it's fairly innocuous, but still very evil mm-hmm. and um, entertaining. Yeah. Um, so the second segment, I,
1: I look at something and I say, "Is it innocuous?" And then I say, <laughs> "Is it evil?" And then I mm-hmm. say, "Is it entertaining?" Yes,
0: that's why so many people like the sport of football because mm-hmm. it checks all those innocuous, evil, bo- yeah. and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, second segment: uh, Crow, Tom, and GPC perform uh, the Markov and Alexander skit. Um, Crow keeps saying uh, boring things, and uh, he he's playing. Uh, uh, Alexander the Chimp. Oh
1: right, and because so he's saying
0: like just banal things they're, like
1: they're remarking upon the fact that they have this talking monkey and mm-hmm. it never says anything interesting.
0: Yeah, and it's like oh, I need to do my taxes. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. And then Jonah comes in and I don't think he speaks a word as Markov, but he's wearing a wonderful wig and he's mm-hmm. he's uh, smizing at the camera, mm-hmm. just so much smizing going on. All that smizing. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good skit. It, yeah, it, you know, it did definitely poke fun at one of the weird parts of the movie, of which there were plenty. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, so it's pretty good. Uh, third segment, um, Tom and Crow are uh, they're southern cops making up code slogans for oh, unique yeah. crimes. Again, poking fun at the movie where uh, the ch- the chief of police gets run off the road by a, a chimp. A chimp the chimp driving a car. He's like, oh, it's a ghost car. It's a ghost car. And then the guy who you radios who looks like... Uh, like a young BTK killer uh, is like uh, oh it's more like a King Kong, and it's like oh what does that mean? It's like it's a ape kidnapping a beautiful girl.
1: I think that it's uh, fun that they did that, and it kind of makes me think of mm-hmm. when people have cool names for food at diners. You know, okay, that like instead of saying like this person would like a grilled cheese sandwich, they'll be like slap down a birdie.
0: Yep, yeah. slap down a slap down a. a cow udder between two grain slabs. <laughs> and 86, the mayo. That's the one I know. There you go. Yeah. Very nice. Um, yeah, no, and I liked the, uh, the cop banter that they had, uh, like... You know, what would be a good... Do you have any good Southern cop banter? I do like your diner one. Well, the diner one is real we'll good. We'll give each
1: other a crime, and then okay. we'll put a label on it. All right, okay. give me a crime. So the crime is the person is wearing black after Labor Day.
0: Okay, which I, you know, I think white is normally the uh, color you're not <laughs> supposed to wear after Labor Day, but that's Oh, fine. they changed it. Okay. Well, we got a... Uh, we got a September Ninja. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Okay. I okay. Like it. Thank you. I like it. Okay. Your crime is, um, it, it's a pizza party and uh, you were only supposed to take two pieces, but someone took three.
1: Okay. Uh, we've got a real job of the hut
0: situation. <laughs> okay. That's ah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I right, guess pizza I, the Hutt. I do I don't Well, know. no job because Java eats a lot. Probably. He, I'm sure he would eat. Way more than his share of pizza. That's true. Um, and tr- you probably was the one paying for the pizza, so you know there's 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 that. But still, it's you know if you're ordering pizza for your guests, while you're watching a rancor devour one of your Gamorian guards. Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna want to make sure everyone has pizza. That's fair. Um, I do like that the fact that you, this thing we just did is essentially the opposite of what the skit was, which is where they said the slow slogan first and then explained the crime. The
1: crime. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I think ours is better.
1: Oh. Um, Shots words.
0: fired. Um, the fourth segment, uh, which is a uh, this is this was a Buck Wild segment for reasons that had nothing to do with the segment itself. Um, they get a visit from PT Mindslap, yes. ringmaster of the Space Circus, aka um,
1: Mark Hamill, yeah, Luke Skywalker, Mark,
0: I, Mark Hamill in a skit on an episode of Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. They.
1: Put this gold makeup on his face mm-hmm. underneath this lighting yes. that made him look like a corpse. He looked severely, severely unwell. I know uh-huh. that Mark Hamill is like older, mm-hmm. but like I think that it was the combination of the makeup and the lighting. That and
0: the giant mustache they put on him too. Yeah,
1: he just looked d- mm-hmm. like he was gonna die.
0: They did get him to sing a song too, so it's a singing Mark Hamill on an episode of MST. Like this, it this is bu- like imagine back when the show was starting like return of the jedi was still like a legend th- a thing yeah like this is this would be like if you had oh. uh like chris evans oh and mark on an hamill episode. was amazing like he, oh no he, he was gave great 100
1: yeah i did love the segment uh-huh. i was just very confused because at first i thought there was like he was like Jaundiced or something because like uh, his okay. skin color is yeah, all wrong. But no, he was the, and then I kept was studying it. And it was, I think they put like gold paint on his cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like. You know, it didn't look bronze. It looked kind of greenish, mm-hmm. green greenish gold. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was it was sickly, it was but an, intentionally. I think it was it, maybe supposed to be like robotic. It was an a inhuman bit. pallor. But it was it just so like my mind is still trying to like. Oh, did he slap your mind? Yeah, he did slap he my mind. Slap G- having you. having Mark Hamill on an episode of Mystery Science Theater three thousand now. Would be like in twenty years, if Well, like when Mister Science Theater Three Thousand had started, it would be like he was a huge star. So it'd yeah. be like having like like one of the Avengers yeah. on. Yeah, it, it's it just no, it's a big it, deal. And also, like you were right, he did give a hundred. Now he did do his one voice that he does, which is the Joker from the Batman cartoons.
1: I feel like uh, Mark Hamill is like a pretty stand-up guy, right? Oh no, like yeah, no, he's yeah, awesome, no,
0: he's, right? he's a he's a he's like. From what I can tell, I you know I don't. I wish I knew him personally, but I don't. Uh, but I think he is a, a really good dude, mm-hmm. um, and also he, you know, he's been doing the voice of the Joker in like the Batman cartoons for years. And mm-hmm. PT Mindslap was essentially the Joker in in a ringmaster uniform, which is a okay because I think his Joker voice is the best Joker. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's I'm not complaining about that at all. But it's just like the other thing I want to point out is they've had. Skits with other celebrity guests, and also mem- like old cast members, and Mark Hamill was definitely giving, like you said, a hundred and ten percent, and seemed like he wanted to be there more than like. Maybe some of the old cast members from MST three K. No, he was loving it. Yeah, he was yeah, he was like into and he and even if he doesn't, it just shows how much of a consummate actor he is just to come in and like do this weird circus performer guy it, it felt like joy to me it yes. felt like
1: watching it it seemed mm-hmm. like he was in a happy place no
0: it definitely did he it was it looked like a very joyous it's thing it's a very
1: endearing and, segment that mm-hmm. in another context i would have found boring yes like yeah. like mm-hmm. it, the bit was that he charges money for a show that's in the dark so there's not actually a show yeah. but mm-hmm. like it was but
0: it was mark hamill like gleefully singing about it which yeah. completely made the whole thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um, Okay, now I'm done.
1: Simple premise with masterful execution. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely. And uh, we love Mark Hamill and mm-hmm. we love MST three K. Mm-hmm. And it's two mm-hmm. great two great tastes that taste great together.
1: Oh yeah? Well I love uh <laughs> Uh, the monkey.
0: Okay. You liked Alexander? Yeah. Okay. Not That's... really. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I
1: just wanted to say I love something.
0: I thought you were going to say like uh, uh, Patrick Stewart or something. I love
1: Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart sure. to you. But not I guess, to me. But not to you. For some
0: reason. Nope. But well, you're on a, I guess, non titled basis with him? hmm yeah. mm-hmm. um, The final segment. Um, Kinga and TV Son of TV's Frank are parade announcing, a parade of, again, they've got the woodcutter back they got the wood etching wood cutter back but this
1: is a fun spin on mm-hmm. the, the, it wasn't just a here's the stand up it was the the moving little car yeah it was yeah,
0: fun yeah they, they were parade the floats float that uh, represented some of the more interesting that's a kind word that's
1: funny because yeah. it's mundane I think was what they were going for well but yeah
0: but interestingly mundane scenes from the, the idea movie of
1: a mundane parade in real life at first I'm like oh how silly I'm gonna laugh at it but then it just mm-hmm. makes me really really sad
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's that's that's fair. And uh, there is a part of this episode where, or the, the, of this skit, where they're like, they do the weird bubble thing with like their Kinga vision mm-hmm. and like, Jonah was replaced with, like, another guy. Oh,
1: yeah, that was a fun little, like, you know, like, ooh, what's gonna happen? Are they gonna build off of this later? Is there, like, an alternate dimension? Are there, like, mini copies of Jonah? Is
0: this this someone who, like, paid for a specific tier of the Bring Back MSC3K (laughs) Patreon, and this is uh, their... Guess spot. If, if
1: anybody's seen Vivarium, it's like that
0: situation. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there are there are an infinite number of Kangas and an infinite number of uh, test subjects, mm-hmm. and they're all raising a screaming child. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some research on this, yeah. uh, and this is this is coming from the MST 3 k fandom wiki. Um. So uh, the person shown on the screen is named Matt Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Um, is he, he's a mysterious purple jumpsuited person seen in, the King, seen in the King of Chrome footage during the final host segment of Carnival Magic. Um, no information has been given as to who exactly Matt Claude is. It is unclear if he's a former test subject, concurrent test subject, android, clone, holographic projection, shape-shifting alien, etc., uh, the brief shot appears to be test footage of associate producer Matt McGinnis inserted for comic effect or possibly to cover an edit. So, um,. It. I don't know if it was something that uh, – so Matt McGinnis is uh, mm-hmm. um associate producer writer um, on the show. Okay,
1: so it's not like a plot point.
0: No, I don't know. I don't know if it is something that or if it – That didn't
1: make it sound like one. It,
0: does it, it sounds like it maybe was like a convenient edit, mm-hmm. but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? You know, maybe this is one of those like – you know, X-Files style moments where that we talked <laughs> about where it's like the uh, the overarching plot.
1: Didn't that sound just exactly like the X-Files theme that well, I just did? Let's hear it. da <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's perfect. Yep. Da-da-da-da. Spotted, <laughs> spot- <da-da-da-da-da. laughs> flawless impression. Wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah. wah Da 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 da
1: yeah okay right, <laughs> yeah let's, let's we keep, got it let's
0: keep going. we nailed it um yeah so okay um that was weird that was a weird thing that happened yeah but, i'm so you know, sorry everyone no no not that i was talking about the, the oh the, the matt the claude cutaway, van damme okay, showing our horrible song no moment. our horrible song is great okay. and people should appreciate us for being great jeff
1: and renee's horrible song
0: um yeah <laughs> jeff and renee's horrible song mm-hmm. um Let's go to Not Known Nuggets.
1: Not no Nuggets. About dun, Carnival dun, Magic. Dun, 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 dun.
0: Um, now, we did have a bunch of people write in uh, with some Not Known Nuggets about this film. So I do want to kind of go light on this segment so uh, you know we can give the glory to our, our listeners and our friends. Sure. Uh, so uh, uh, Carnival Magic was released in 1983. Which is also when I was released. Um, (laughs) From the womb. Yes, yep. Um, Carnival Magic is uh, seven months older than I am though, so that's interesting. Um, This was originally... uh, It was marketed as family fair and aimed at children and was given a G rating. Okay. um, Which I think is wrong.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a uh, there's a uh, I think it's an it maybe where uh, they talk about how f- theater owners would advertise Fantasia for kids, but like mm. kids would get bored watching it because like just because it doesn't contain sex or violence doesn't mean that it's not a that it's a kids movie, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, okay. And I I feel like this just because it has people and animals and things that kids like and not a whole lot of sex or violence doesn't mean that it's meant for human mm-hmm. that it's fit for human consumption no,
0: no I don't know I
1: think that to put an adult through this would be pretty bad but to put a child through
0: it oh yeah no ab- absolutely unconscionable? Well, unconscionable unconscionable yes I think that so f- first of all I loved Fantasia as a kid until mm. it got to the Night on the Bald Mountain demon scene oh Saiyan, so scary and that, it, wow. Deeply scary. Oh, deeply traumatizing I to think me. they
1: actually turned it off before it got to the point when I was going to school. Like okay. they would shut it off. And they'd okay. be like, it's over. You know, those leaves are done oh, dancing. Yep, nope. Yeah, so, uh, so
0: we're done looking at the mushroom thing Yeah, going we better on. press
1: stop right now because we don't want to have to see the mm-hmm. credits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, yeah. not the scary there's a Not because de- there's, a, not there's
0: a demon calling forth the souls of the dead who... And like
1: they push stop on the VCR, and then that night in the the school, like all by itself, the the tape starts playing.
0: The janitor hears it. The janitor's like, "Yes," and it turns. He turns, and he's got the demon's face. I was an adult. I was. This was like probably five or six years ago that. I actually realized that the demon was calling the souls of the dead and sending them to hell.
3: Mm. When I
0: was a kid, I thought that the demon was calling the souls of the living and just, just taking living people and throwing them into hell and I thought then that was the thing. I mean, well, what's thing. the
1: difference though, right? Like cuz like he, Well, like, when
0: you're a when you are a first grader who is currently attending a Catholic school where the your teacher who is a nun is working her heart is to impart to you that pretty much everything you do is a sin. And if you don't try exceedingly hard, you oh, will no, go to I hell. Oh, no, I get that part. Um,
1: I'm just saying that, like, if the devil, like, mm-hmm. s- steals your body, then he's killed you. Right? Yes. Or steals your soul, sure. then he's killed you. Mm-hmm. So then, like, either they're dead or they're dead. They're dead either way, that, I guess, is what that I'm saying. That is a
0: at. good point, but... As a living child, thinking the devil could steal my soul. <laughs> <laughs> that was the part that you didn't really... did like the devil
1: went down to Georgia either.
0: Uh, well, I didn't own a violin, so I wasn't so worried about that, that one. That
1: protected you. Yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, no, that was very scary to me. I also don't think that, you know, I get that, like, oh, the, the concept of, like, kids love a movie with a talking monkey in it. Like... You know, was it M- MVP Most Valuable Primate? Yeah, that was or, a big trend during yeah, the eighties uh-huh. and
1: nineties. Was animal f- f- and children movies?
0: I also, I knew it. I think I have seen MVP Most Valuable Primate, um, and I definitely have seen Dunstan Checks In, which is a very kind Air of similar. Bud. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking chimp movies, but yes, yeah, Airbud. I don't remember a time where. Anyone in the movie did get drunk and then assaulted a, a woman. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there's
1: domestic battery. Yeah.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> Those were just things that were just. You know, uh, absent from just ran, weirdly absent from the the films that uh, we saw as kids that had talking animals. Lengthy in them.
3: talks
1: about letting go of like dead spouses from your past. Kids mm-hmm. kids resonate with that a lot. Yeah, you know yeah, the five year old kid named Bobby is like, oh that happened. Sorry, that's an old person voice. <laughs> oh, that happened with my ex wife too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like you know, talking about. You know the main character, the main character slash hero of the film, retelling the story of his dead wife multiple times. Like Mm -hmm. yeah. Also, you know, and this has nothing to do with the rating or the well, the content definitely, but not the rating. Um, I felt like this was the first Mystery Science Theater three thousand movie in recent memory that we'd watched that I could smell. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I mean it, the 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 images were very evocative mm-hmm. of sense. I could agree with. I smelled yeah. cigarettes and yeah. beer and,
0: and, and lots of sweat. Feces. and Bo, yeah. So, mm-hmm. You know
1: what? They didn't have any feces in this movie, nope. which honestly makes it way more highbrow than than. Then they could have gone right. Yeah, they they true. were so low brow and low hanging fruit with everything else. I cannot believe with all that free resource mm-hmm. that monkey was pro- or ape was producing on yep, set mm-hmm. that somebody wasn't like, hey, we can use this. Hey,
0: can we just film him throwing that at uh, you know? Hey guys,
1: look here. This uh the, the ape is uh pooping props. Yep. He and is, uh,
0: yeah, he, these are free props. Free that we props have here. coming right yeah. out of the back side mm-hmm. of
1: this this ape. And so we should uh use that.
0: But there were just so many sweaty people who looked like they probably hadn't showered in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Did not um, look
1: like anybody had like provided bathrooms or anything this No. Set.
0: No, this was a very, you know, this is like they're shooting Deliverance again, like but I'm everyone's method acting.
1: No, no water for anybody.
0: They're just carnies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was the other thing that I, uh, you know, I noticed about this movie. Um, not, not too many other not known nuggets until we get to the uh, the letter section of our show. Um, so we had a couple, uh, a couple um, classic riffs. The one that really got me um, is uh, <laughs> when it's it's early on in the film and there's like kind of like weird music playing but also uh like sort of creepy imagery and one of the bots says uh is it just me or is this scene supposed to convey hopeful autopsy <laughs> yeah and yeah um, that was that was a good one that
1: was a one of those like Two word stories Or you know Like what's mm-hmm. the The baby shoes Never worn The four word Oh yeah, yeah Story mm-hmm, prompts Like yeah. hopeful autopsies. Hopeful is autopsy Never tells worn Tell such yeah. a story Yeah <laughs>
0: Um, and uh, the other one that really got you was when uh, one of the scenes Markov is, is like uh, meditating mm-hmm. um, and he gets up and uh, I think it's Jonas starts going like <laughs> the doing robotic like robot noises. Yeah, like, yeah, because he was getting up in a very robotic way. Yeah. It and also it just because, uh, like there's
1: nothing like the character is so poorly written that there's like nothing human like.
0: I mean, he is a robot. Like, he, he well, he's not robot. literally a robot, but he may as well be. Yeah. Like, he, he can, like, control animals and people with his mind. And metal. And metal, he can bend metal because he's, he is a man who possesses will and the iron possesses no will because mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, that's kind of insulting to that bar of iron.
1: Yeah. I mean, he doesn't respect the bar of iron.
0: No, absolutely not. Um, The other thing that both of us noticed, um, uh, is that, so there is the, the, there are two antagonists in this movie. One is, uh, the guy who I can't remember his name, um, Kirk? Kirk.
1: Oh, right. The tiger trainer. Kirk, the tiger
0: trainer. Yeah. Um, who, you know, essentially sets up to steal Alexander the Chimp, um, uh, and and sell him to the other antagonist in the movie, who is this doctor
1: of questionable origins? Uh huh. An accent that weaves in and out of different nationalities, and always leaves you wondering if is this an accent or is this just really bad acting?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Lines delivered in, in such an unnatural manner
0: that his his first scene. I think had the most solid accent. It was yeah, kind he's of clearly like clearly going for German, German slash partial Eastern European Eastern Bloc. Do you think kinda? that like
1: after the first take when he did like a sort of German accent, like somebody was like, "Oh, that's not really a German accent, but it's okay, it's fine." Just oh, it's go fine, with just it. It. And go with And then it. like every time, like that night when he went to bed, he like got in his head and he's like, "Maybe I should like go easier on the German. And like every time he did it, he like did <laughs> he less, got of an a little
0: accent, less and less, yeah, a little
1: bit more insecure each time until by the end of the movie, he's just like, "I don't know, uh, don't kill the or let's kill the." Ape. What? Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not less kill the ape. Um, no, but w- during the the part where he actually did have the the heavy German accent, we were both like, "Is is this Doctor Odd?" Yeah, <laughs> we did <Is> this.
1: <laughs> he's like, he just shows up out of nowhere at your trailer, yep, and he mm-hmm. just wants to take your monkey. No questions asked. I mean, that is that exactly like some
0: like Doctor Odd would just show Dr. up to Odd a carnival to have done that. and be like, "I want to study our monkey."
1: <laughs> oh, that's a great Doctor Odd. Thank you. Let uh, me try. I wanna study your monkey. Yeah, yeah. Give me your monkey right now. <coughs> yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So, um, was there anything else you you wanted to mention about this? Well, we this haven't talked to the, the
1: movie from itself, right? Uh, yeah,
0: it's true. So
1: uh, just kind of a brief summary uh-huh. of the movie is that a man with a unbelievable backstory... Uh-huh. Uh, what just, is it? Is it unbelievable? Not unbelievable in the cool way. Okay. Like, as in I don't buy it.
0: No, I mean, that's what I meant. Like, I... I what about a story did you not believe?
1: Well, okay, so like... He was a military child and then, yes. he, then he got orphaned uh-huh. and then he was sent and raised in, like, a, some sort of Eastern religion temple, like uh-huh. perhaps Buddhist, mm-hmm. which, again, implies... Tibetan like monks, a I think, is very what Very kind of yeah. racist way that, like, like that religion is just, like, black magic. Oh, right? yeah, like it's, it's, it's that
0: Eastern mysticism yeah, thing. Like, yeah, it's like,
1: it's like not just being raised by people. You know, like, can you imagine if, like, it was the other way around and there's this, this guy in Tibet in this movie and he's like, I was raised by nuns mm-hmm. in the Catholic Church in America so I can levitate. Ten feet off the ground.
0: <laughs> I mean that sounds like a really cool movie that I would watch. Yeah,
1: but like I'd be
0: confused, No, I get what right? you're saying, like, yeah. Like I've yeah, never uh-huh, seen a nun yeah, levitate. Mm-hmm. No. I've never
1: yeah. seen a Buddhist monk like talk to animals.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. no, no you're you're one hundred percent right.
1: Um And then uh his wife dies, and right. so naturally the only course of action he has is to adopt a a talking ape and hide it from everyone
0: so that at the end yes so was alexander did alexander know how to talk before markov or did markov teach him
1: i feel like the, the primary message of this movie, the moral that children should go home with, is that Markov is a god. And do not question Markov. I
0: mean... And uh, yeah. Markov
1: giveth and Markov taketh away. Markov
0: tell you you are Gus yeah. sometimes. Markov tell you you aren't Gus I sometimes. I feel like he just
1: looked at a chimpanzee and said, you can talk. You should there.
0: have looked at the chimpanzee and said, you are Gus.
1: But he would have been like really like kind of like... like a jerk about it. He would have been like, Oh, uh, do mm-hmm. you know you can talk Mr. chimpanzee? Duh. And then and like, be
0: like, you do not talk because you do not choose to talk, but Gus chooses to talk. And then and you then, are Gus.
1: Yeah. But also
0: Alexander,
1: <laughs> you are Gus Alexander.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then uh, there's a subplot about the Carney president. Is that what they call the yep. leaders? Mm-hmm. The Carney, yeah, the Carney president. The Carney yeah.
0: president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the president of the Carney Stony
1: Ring Stoney. Stony. Yeah, um, is unwilling to uh, acknowledge that his daughter might have some feminine qualities because mm-hmm. he associates all women with his ex-wife. Yep, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and so healthy, not, healthy
0: oh. male. <laughs> Uh, activity He's there. He's
1: comfortable with his daughter making mm-hmm. him think too much of his wife. So
0: instead of calling her by her real name, he calls her Bud.
1: And gets angry if she wears women's clothing. Mm-hmm. And
0: or doesn't wear a hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, so the subplot is, is you would think him adjusting, but it's really more about... <laughs> Her having a clearly much older man mm-hmm. be really creepy and all over her. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. just informing Stony that she's getting married now. Yep. He's mm-hmm. like,
0: Okay. I I guess so. That's great. Yeah, yeah the PR guy from the uh uh, for the carnival who there allegedly no there. There his was- uh well because he's the only other person other than her dad and Markov in the carnival in the movie, but also <laughs> yeah.
1: like there there was less than zero chemistry oh, there no for I sure i felt like palpable and they probably weren't even that far apart age wise mm-hmm. but like there's this palpable just disinterest
0: feeling, yeah like uh-huh. that
1: I, like well like i felt like skeevy all over every time they're interacting because i feel like that was not a comfortable Mm-mm. dynamic there no at all. no
0: but yeah the uh, the the guy who's like the PR person for the carnival is like well my dad owns the largest PR firm on the east coast but i didn't i didn't want to work for him i wanted to be my own man and also do PR for a like sh- a crappy a very carnival. Small carnival yeah like okay so is that your idea of of being you could have just done a PR for a small carnival and still, been part of the biggest PR from the East Coast. He hasn't like, thought
1: about that far yet. He's never thought about not being a PR guy. Yeah, that, I like, guess that's true. He, he's like, I'm really into dance, so I'm gonna be. And the dad's like, you can't be a dancer. And he's like, PR for, for a dancer a dance company,
0: He's Like, how dare my son?
1: <laughs> Don't speak to me again.
0: It's such a, yeah, it was it was a very weird like weird weird thing, and like the first time that he gets up the nerve to ask Stoney's daughter, Ellen, slash Bud, out, he's like, well, I heard there's a there's a bowling alley in town. I thought you'd like to go bowling. She's like, you thought wrong. And I was like, oh, man. All like, right. Snap,
1: snap, snap. Yeah, and nice. then
0: she's like, and he's like, all right, well, thanks. He, you know, it, he wasn't, like, crappy about her or anything. He's just like, all right, well, I guess thanks anyway. And she's like, well, I didn't say I didn't want to go out with you. Yeah, I just, I just didn't want to go th- bowling.
1: I just shut you down in the hardest way possible. But uh-huh. don't take that
0: as, as a rebuff. Yeah, yeah. Come on. What what what's wrong with you? Why aren't you pressing this subject? Let me try, uh, yeah. Why uh, are you being hi, respectful to me? Hi,
1: hi, Jeff. I was wondering if you would be interested in getting a coffee with me sometime.
0: I would rather cut my own hand off.
1: Oh, well, I guess I'll see you later then.
0: What are you talking about? I just said I didn't want to get coffee with you. <laughs> yeah. I'd be more than happy to to get juice with you.
1: <laughs> okay, and scene. That yeah. was perfect. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we fully embodied we, those two We characters. really got
0: there. And and also, like the idea of like this man is... If every dude on the internet and off the internet approached a woman and was like, Hey, I... Find you interesting? Would you like to go out with me? And then the woman said no, and the man said, "Fair enough. Have a great day." Instead of being like, mm, "All right, let me concoct a plot. I will, right? I will uh, continue to message you and harass you and hold a door open for you and tip my fedora and uh, like, if if everyone just acted in the way this dude was, he's like, "Fair if enough." The world be a better
1: place. Yep. Yeah, yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. He did the right thing. He
0: did the right thing.
1: That hammer came down.
0: Oh, it sure did. um remember how this children's movie features a a talking chimp that poisons itself, yeah, it dies, drinks
1: poison and dies, and then brings itself, resurrects <laughs> uh-huh. itself, yeah. It's, it's so auto necromancy. Can we call it that? Uh,
0: sure. Yeah, I feel like I, you know, in the same way that Aslan, the lion from Lord, or from Ryan the Witch in the Wardrobe, is a Jesus you allegory. Said Ryan the Witch
1: in the, the.
0: Ryan, yeah, Ryan, Ryan the Witch in you know, the Wardrobe.
1: You know, Ryan the <laughs> yeah. lion
0: who. Mm, well, it's, it's no, it's Nolan Ryan, Nolan the <laughs> the uh, the pitcher for the Texas Rangers. He's, Nolan Ryan, the witch in the wardrobe. Yeah,
1: like he's the good guy. Yeah,
0: Aslan is is a uh, a Jesus allegory. I feel like Alexander uh, the chimp is kind of a Jesus allegory too. Yep, there you go. Except instead of 3 days it was like 3 minutes mm-hmm. of of yeah, but then he came back and I guess still was they just still did the circus.
1: I mean, I guess for like maybe five more minutes because now that ape not only can it talk, which has never happened before, and mm-hmm. why they wanted to experiment on it, but now it it's can immortal. Re- <laughs> it's immortal and it can yeah. resurrect itself. Yeah, I mean uh, they they want to study that chimp more than ever.
0: Oh, for sure. Oh, and then now part of Markov's act is forcing Alexander <laughs> to poison himself and, <laughs> and bring him re- back to life again. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's this hell that he can't escape from. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the Deadpool of of apes. Uh
1: huh. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh yeah and we managed to make this already dark movie even darker. A little, that
1: little bit darker. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh but they did have a parade at the end?
1: Yeah, that's fun. Uh, there were there were men in go-karts and fezes.
0: A sparsely attended parade. This uh um this this film was shot um over the span of 3 weeks, so Yeah, of course. Um, And it was during, uh, it was shot in Gaffney, South Carolina during the South Carolina Peach Festival, which was taking place in the city. So a lot of the, uh, the, the shots, like the the tracking shot they had, like down the carnival uh, boardwalk, where there's just a ton of people playing carnival games. Those were not extras; those were just people who just w- were trying to enjoy themselves at the South Carolina Peach Festival. Got forced into yeah. enjoying this movie or while being uh, part of this movie. Yeah, while being filmed for Carnival Magic. So, um, but yeah, that's that's Carnival Magic. You All know, right. it's. <sighs> So it was now that we've movie. talked about it, more or less magic than Magic Sword.
1: <laughs> less.
0: Okay, much That's, less. Yeah, I, th- I thought so too. What
1: about your opinion?
0: Um. Yeah. No. It's it's much less magic. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Wizards of the Lost Kingdom, but that really doesn't have magic in it. But I still feel like, okay, was this movie? Did this movie have more magic in it than Wizards of the Lost Kingdom? Too. I
1: think that this movie had less magic in it than a well-crafted sandwich.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Because a well-crafted sandwich... A well-crafted sandwich, sandwich still had more
0: magic in it than Wizards of the Lost Kingdom 2, though. All right, well, all yeah. right, all
1: right. Okay, <laughs> go ahead and let's, let's see these letters. First. Okay,
0: all right. So, you, wait, you don't want to c- compare the amount of magic in, in the movie Carnival Magic you to you every a, other MST3K? have a magic
1: that you've developed? Have you devised uh, a metric?
0: Yeah, magic to no magic.
1: Okay, tell mm-hmm. me your findings.
0: It's a scale of 1 to 7. Mm-hmm. Um, and carnival magic is a one
1: yeah.
0: yeah yeah even though it only gets a one because zero is the secret number on the scale mm. and it only gets a one because uh, it has magic in the title mm-hmm. so we have a Facebook page isn't that right
1: we certainly do
0: it's facebook.com slash Institute radio when we record check it, out. check it out when we record a new episode most of the time we uh, reach out to our our, our uh, friends and our community on there, and say, "Hey, we're recording an episode. Drop us a line. Let us know what you think." So we have some lines that have been dropped.
3: Ooh.
0: Um. So here we go. You ready?
1: I am so ready.
0: All right. Our friend Jason. Jason. It. Um. Jason says this was one of the last films directed by Al Adamson.
1: Okay.
0: Although this is the only film of his that appeared in an MST3K episode, it's not the first time his films have been riffed. He directed two cinematic Titanic movies, uh, namely The Oozing Skull and East Meets Watts.
1: Oozing Skull? Mm-hmm. As a Titanic movie?
0: A cinematic Titanic. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Uh, uh, so if you want to check out more Al Edmondson movies, there you go. Jason continues. Do you ever watch a Jonah-era movie and wonder why they never riffed it during the cable era?
1: Oh, yeah. I mm. You know, it was kind of interesting because one of the things I was worried about when they did the fundraising for this, this new series was, like, well, if they already did all the best bad old movies, then, like, are they going to be scraping the bottom of the
0: barrel? Mm. Sure, uh, sure, yeah. But I
1: think I just underestimated the sheer volume of horrible movies that exist in the world, and that's kind of comforting.
0: That's true. Well, usually it is a rights issue. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know when now when when they did season 11 and season 12 specifically season 12, they had the budget of Netflix and the name of Netflix behind them so they got to do stuff like Mac and me mm-hmm. uh, which is you know actually like a you know a, a, at the time a fairly it's kind of a cult movie now but they, you know they got to do something bigger like that so it usually it was a rights issue back back when the budgets weren't so big but not this time
3: mm-hmm.
0: here's some trivia here's a not known nugget from J- from Jason This film was considered lost until a print was discovered and released on DVD just a few years before it appeared on the show, mm-hmm. so this this film and I was reading this on their uh, on the Carnival Magic Wikipedia page. Um, for two decades, it was considered a lost film, and no prints were known to exist. Uh, in <laughs> two thousand nine, a thirty five millimeter print was discovered in a warehouse.
1: I feel like it's like like they had almost. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in the ring. Yeah, I was like, just gonna, gonna say it's like the ring. <laughs> it's like the ring and <laughs> yeah. like they, they, they thought that they had destroyed every last copy <laughs> and then like some like bumbling workhouse mm-hmm. or guy at the factory just like leaned down and sees it under a shelf and dust it off. Like, okay, like, hey, what's, hey, what's, yeah, what's this? Hey, let's pop this in and, and then he watches watch it and he it. realizes that the only way he can like save his soul is by mm-hmm. making other people watch it. It's
0: kind of like a combination of The Ring and It Follows then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm into that. No, that's um, in The
1: Ring, too. You can get out of it if you have oh, someone really? else watch the tapes. Oh, really? I thought you
0: just died no matter what. No, if you
1: make someone else watch mm-hmm. the tapes. I
0: haven't seen The Ring for a long time. Um... We often think of the show as presenting us with forgotten films that have been lost to time, but in the case of this episode, that's more literal than usual. True. Something similar happened with The Dead Talk Back, a movie that was completed in the 1950s but wasn't made available to the public until it showed up on VHS in the early 1990s, shortly before the MSD3K episode. I'm so glad you guys are finally back. I was pleasantly shocked to discover an episode of your show I didn't recognize pop up on my Stitcher feed. I went back and listened to every episode in the feed, so now I'm all cut up. Aww. Oh, that's so sweet. Thanks, Jason. And thank you. And if if any if any listeners, any of our long term long term long time <laughs> listeners, like it's a sickness. I know. <laughs> Sorry, people. Any of our long term sufferers, uh, Doctor Odd's long term listeners. Um, Know any other people that may not be aware uh, that bad. the show is back? Let them know. Give them a heads up. Um, mm-hmm. Are there any plans? Chop
1: down their door with an axe. Stick your head in mm-hmm. and say, "Here's Johnny."
0: Here's. And
1: Gizmonic. And then they say what? And you're <laughs> like, like, oh, I just wanted to tell you Gizmonic Radio's mm, back. Look, and then you leave.
0: Look, check it out. And you hold up your, your device. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there any plans to bring back the Patreon and or Dr. Odd Cinematic Fun Dumpster? Ooh, Maybe. That could be fun. Could be fun. We, it's a little we bit hard
1: to budget time to watch enough movies during the week. Mm-hmm. But that's a good problem to have. Yes,
0: but we have talked about it. And we are talking about doing... Some some fun things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just need to get some uh, some work done on that. But uh, yeah, thank you, Jason, for writing in. We we appreciate it. Um, and thank you for the uh, the cool um, the cool facts. Uh, our friend Michael writes in.
1: Hello, Michael.
0: On vacation in Universal for a week, and what should happen to show up on the screen in the hotel cafeteria? But Robot Rumpus, a classic MST3K short. This movie feels like hey. We have a monkey for the next two weeks. Let's make <laughs> a movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: it does. It
0: does. <laughs> it sure does. Um, our friend Steve writes in. Hello, Steve. Carnivals seem to be a fertile genre for riffing. This, Mixed Up Zombies, Roller Gator on Riff Tracks, uh, which are. Uh, mixed Up Zombies is another um, MST3K movie, and then Roller Gator is a Riff Tracks one, which I have not seen roller gator uh mm. which i i think i need to see roller very
1: promising title
0: because i've not heard the title the title the title roller gator before um but i imagine it is a roller skating alligator which reminds me of that other doctor Odd cinematic fun dumpster movie we watched with the roller skating people in it.
1: i really enjoyed that movie.
0: i yeah i remember fondly I, that movie I'd and i watched think that it was movie terrible but yeah um it's a bold, uh, it's bold for a movie to hold off on the antagonist and plot for fifty minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: by like, the way, like, hey, hey, easy on <laughs> hey, the plot. Hey, hold up, hold up. We just need to have them kind of screw around for just a little, a little bit. bit.
1: Goes a long way.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, am I alone in thinking that Hamill's sketch went on too long? I mean, uh, the joke was made clear and then repeated. Bouncy it, it did tune though. Feel
1: like they were like. I don't, I don't know if this is mean to say. But I hope that this isn't seen as a, like a terrible read, but I do feel like they were like so excited and overwhelmed that Mark Hamill is gonna be there yeah. that they mm-hmm. were like, like I don't know. Let's just write one joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we just need to we we need to just give them give them some screen time it's mark hamill
1: yeah and they like i can't think about it anymore i've got to put mm-hmm. this to bed it did not feel fully developed but again it was executed so wonderfully
0: yes it was and and i think they're also limited a little bit in the way that they do some of those guest segments where it is like someone in a spaceship or in in uh pearl's case of a, a van mm-hmm. uh show up and just kind of like talk through a view screen, so there's not like a lot of scenery or uh, yeah. you know background changes that can happen. So um, it's true, yeah. But, but I,
1: I did feel a, a little point a little point of being like, ah, this is going on a little. If
0: long. if this had been classic MSD 3K and it was just like one of the writers doing this sketch, mm-hmm. I would have been like, ah, whatever. But because yeah. it was Mark Hamill, was like, yeah. <laughs> Um, our friend Psy writes in.
1: Psy.
0: As a former professional magician myself. <gasps> this is news, Psy. Long-term videos. listener, Psy. Yeah, we need to, we need some proof.
1: Can we start calling you Magic Psy?
0: <laughs> Magic Psy? Okay. I, well, I think we could probably do better than that, right? Like Psy the Great. Yeah. Psy the Magnificent.
1: Uh, Cyborg But (laughs) with a magician (laughs) Sure, yeah Cy-magician
0: I feel obligated to point out This film offers a profoundly over-glamorized portrayal Of the life of a working conjurer (laughs) Fair enough in well, all
1: m- the thing is, is that he's not a conjurer. He's actually magic.
0: Yeah, he actually does possess some sort of, like, magical abilities, I guess. Um, in all my years as a full-time performer, for example, I could count on the fingers of one hand the number of times I teamed up with a talking chimpanzee to transform the fortunes of a struggling carnival.
1: Psy, you have much more to tell us. Mm,
0: yes, I feel like... Uh,
1: it sounds like at least one finger went up, and I need to know
0: more. I want to see a fight between Markov and Sai. Yes. Like, just like a... St- I mean, a staring contest between them would be electric. Yes. Like, there'd be so much... So many iron bars bending. There'd be so many... St- there'd be, like,
1: spoons whirling around, mm-hmm. and they make, like, a, a dirt devil of spoons. Both
0: Psy's ape and Markov's ape would be handing out snicker bars left and right to people.
1: Mm-hmm. Ta- but also taking dollar bills from mm-hmm. their pockets.
0: Yeah. And then just saying things like, mm, uh, <laughs> I need to clip my toenails. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you for writing inside thank you our friend paul Paul. writes in um and paul says this is a delightful episode the movie was very 70s and i thoroughly enjoyed it Mm. how annoying would it be to have a carnival in your backyard though
3: Mm. seeing
0: that house in the backyard during the movie like how low rent is this carnival it's just a field behind a neighborhood um, and then Steve did uh, comment on this and said, I grew up down the block from Coney Island. It could be loud, which <laughs> is amazing because that sounds wicked cool. It does. Um, but well, also it, from, from my experience with, with carnivals and like it was, with stuff like this. It's usually just like a place in the town where there is their space. Mm-hmm. So most like of the year, yeah, yeah. Like most of the year, you're just living in a house that has a big empty field in back of it. You can probably, like, you know, if you're a kid, go out and, like, play baseball in or ride your bike around in or whatever, until there's, like, for a week... There's, there's tigers. There's tigers and a talking chimp and... Um, you know, people screaming and throwing up and uh, yeah. See, if
1: you're into it, then it's fun. But if you're not into it, then it's not fun. So, for example, where we live, mm-hmm. uh, they used to have this thing called country stampede in our town. Mm, and I, yes. I wasn't into it, no. and and so their loudness was very, very obnoxious to me. But the loudness of something I wanted to go to, like if there was a giant Star Trek convention in my backyard, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Keep me up all night. I yeah. don't care." Yeah, I want to go for it, baby. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're they're just blasting the da, the theme over and over da-da-da-da-da. again the on loudspeakers. Yeah. yeah, the next gen theme. Yeah, and uh-huh. I'm like, I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. So I can I can fall asleep to this. I
1: think it has a lot to do with your headspace.
0: That's true. Also, like if I were a kid and a carnival popped up in my backyard once every year, I would I would lose my mind. Oh
1: yeah, that's what I'm talking about with context. Right, though, right. Yeah, the kid's yeah. Kids probably like heck mm-hmm. yes, and then the parents are like, ugh.
0: And I was gonna say like if I were an adult. um, and like I knew the carnival was going to come into the field and back of my house every week. I'd be like, "All right, this is when we're planning vacation this it's year." Vacation time. But also, I and this could be this could be misrepresenting carnival folk. Um, I did have a roommate in college who was a carny. Um, He did live with us for a month before literally going back and rejoining a carnival. Uh, So he wasn't a very long-term roommate. But he was a very nice person, and I uh, enjoyed being around him while he was there. So I don't have anything against carnies, but also... I feel like if there was a carnival in back of my house, I would not want to leave my house unattended for a week while I was on vacation.
1: Oh, dang. I, I'm just coming saying. for the carnies here.
0: It's not, not just here the carnies, though. You're
1: at Radio. We come for the carnies.
0: Yeah, yeah we, you, Sorry, we're, si. we're coming for you. Uh, well, no, Sai said he was a magician, He's not a carny. A
1: magician's to carny, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know.
0: If you're performing magic at, say, like a kid's birthday party at a McDonald's, are you a carny?
1: I don't know why, but, oh, it's Carney asade. Just carne Asadi.
0: all carne, our car, all carnies i was asada. trying to say
1: why, try to see why the term carne makes me hungry and imagine. Okay, because
0: it's it's meat. It's like carne, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, it, it's not just you know it probably actually isn't the because it's in the best interest of the carnies not to like. Yeah,
1: they want people to want them back.
0: Yes, yes, but. It definitely like looked like there oh. were a bunch. Oh, uh it looks sick. it looks like there were a bunch of very sweaty, very inebriated townsfolk at this carnival.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure they puke all over the rides.
0: Mm-hmm. And also, then are like they're leaving the carnival after a night of. Heavy drinking, watching monkeys talk, and then throwing up on a turtle world, and being like, "Hey yo, check out this house. No one's home. <laughs> Let's, mm. you know, like, it just seems like a yeah, like, yeah. party
1: goers could yeah,
0: it seems it seems like you know maybe they're gonna ruin it, and then get the carnies will get blamed and they'll get a bad rap. So either way, I don't, you know, it could be fun. Well, it's a thought provoking topic. It is a thought provoking topic, but. Um, I digress Thank you to everyone who wrote in um, I, And Steve Did anyone ever break into your house Because you lift up the block from Coney Island That's that's a good question to ask I guess um, If you feel like sharing that information uh, You can do that At facebook.com We have a great community Of uh, listeners and friends there um, So join the discussion uh, All of you are wonderful And uh, And we, we cherish uh, the interactions we get to have with you um, Cherish
1: is the word I use to describe
0: Alex the chimpanzee
1: Alex <laughs> the chimpanzee Thank you And our community
0: I choose the word blue Because <laughs> he doesn't know colors Because our chimps colorblind I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, but that is Facebook.com, Gizmonic Institute Radio, one more time. Um, if you uh, know someone out there who, like I said, was a, a previous listener to the show, may not know it's back, or is just a uh, an MST3K fan, friend that you've made, you know, uh, tell say, them about our show. So Let MST3K us know. mst
1: says circulate the tapes, right? Mm-hmm. We yeah. say. Pass the pod.
0: That's really good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank uh-huh. you. Pass I, the
1: pod, everyone. I was
0: fully expecting us to have to, you know, not, you know, just because it's not always. The first idea is the best idea. I was, I was expecting you have to workshop that, but Pass the Pod is perfect. Thank
1: you. It was like a mm-hmm. reflex. I yeah. don't know what happened. It was like was, a fugue state came over me. Well, you
0: did great. Thank you. Um, yeah, so Pass the Pod, circulate the tapes, uh, You know, t- tell a friend. Um, and if you can, if you do listen on a device, we are on pretty much any podcatcher catcher that uh, you could find um, or that you'd want to listen to. Uh and you have the capacity to leave us a review uh please do um if not and also if there is like a uh like if you prefer to listen on some obscure podcatcher and our show is not
1: catching our pod well
0: i have i have had shows in the past that i've really liked that it's like this one is a cast box exclusive so i'll have like Cast box downloaded for one show and then listen to the rest of stuff on like Stitcher or Spotify. So if there is a podcatcher that you use that our show isn't on and you want it to be, just drop us a line because we can probably add it there pretty quickly. We want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're doing what we can to make your life easy as our friends and listeners to the show. So, um, that was a lot. So, uh, I think we need to uh, get back to Dr. Odd. What do you think?
1: I think, yes.
0: Now, what if you'd said no? What were we going to talk about?
1: We were going to talk about how good Pass the Pot is.
0: Okay, Pass the Pot is really good. I'm preening. You should. You should. You, should. you deserve it. Thank you. All right. Well, this oh. has been the audio log for MST3K Season 11, Episode 12, Carnival Magic. Okay, I am scared. Yeah, I am worried to come back to see
2: what. Um, I
1: kind of don't want to look, but also DNA,
2: like Nothing else here. Are, what do you? Yeah. Why? This is science, okay? It's nothing <laughs> yeah. to be scared of. Has anything that I have done in the past put your lives in danger in any way? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right, do you remember the rocket a fire a explosion lot, guy? Yeah. There's a lot, actually, yeah, uh, there's a lot of it. stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh,
1: being was, in space is a pretty yeah. Our
0: ship has we you know, very, lots of holes in it. We're both malnourished.
1: Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, if we well, go well, down to Earth.
2: A, it's, a, it's a hard economy on us all. I, don't I know haven't what to
1: experienced tell you. gravity in so long that if I go to Earth, I'll just be like a flesh
0: puddle.
2: You'll be a puddle. Oh, you will. Yeah. You will immediately, actually, uh, just fall <laughs> into a big pile of mush.
0: Well, we haven't had calcium for, like, five years. So. Yeah, you, uh,
2: you basically don't have bones. I don't know if i told you guys <laughs> that yet, but. Anyway, that's a conversation for another time.
1: Well, sure. I kind of knew that because I can move my body like Stretch Armstrong.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah you probably should have the first hit. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suspected. Yeah.
0: I thought it was a radiation. Anyway, like enough about my stretchy yeah, 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 boneless yeah. limbs. Yeah. Let's yeah, talk about these
1: cabbage-patch
0: babies. Yeah. And uh-huh.
2: Yeah. yeah it's way more important stuff. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: I just feel so tired all the time too. We're going
2: to. Uh, here we go. Okay, I have the. I have the printout here.
0: As okay. you can see, I pull it's this out. matrix. Of my,
2: my dot matrix printer. Yeah. <laughs> Only the finest.
0: <laughs> does anyway, that wake up all the babies when you use that?
2: And it says here. Uh. Yeah, there's a problem here. There is
0: what? A what does it say? World. Oh, oh what does it say?
2: It says that they have to be fed human blood. <laughs> and I know. If a patch is not all adopted. To different new homes and uh-huh. a patch comes to full age and they're all still here then they will open a vortex and the world will be sucked into it that's basically oh, what that
0: oh! says that's that's what that says <laughs> I know it's weird of, you wouldn't yeah, think uh-huh. all
2: that would come out of the dna test but yeah, and you think uh-huh. it would
1: have answered the question you had earlier? But I don't care. Yeah. I think we need to focus on preventing this vortex. That is from some opening.
0: really, just some really good testing equipment. Like yeah. m- most DNA tests are, like, oh, I don't know, you might be from Ireland or something. But this one's like, if this, it's it's essentially like a, you know, a, it's like cryptid lore at that point.
2: It's I mean, like Ancestry.com, mm-hmm. but good. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's actually interesting. Fanzest. I uh, okay,
2: sponsor, so- right?
0: No, I, I don't. Oh, okay. I, 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 yeah.
1: So quick question. Yeah. Um, it says they have to be adopted, so that means that you can't just, like, cast them to the, the set four wins. You know, like, you can't just separate them.
0: Can you put them in the claw machine and the they Chuck must E. Cheese? Be, they must
2: be adopted. It's the only way.
0: Does that count if you put them in the claw oh, machine and the Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, like if you make
1: Cheese? them a prize. Hey, yeah, that's
2: a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure there's lots of kids at the Chuck E. Cheese right
2: now. Oh, yeah, it's like uh, there's literally fives of them up there right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like a little little Chuck E. Cheese of horrors you've got going on. Yeah, that's what
2: I'll do. I'll just uh, I'll go up there. You guys are you guys are so good. You know, I'm so glad yeah. you're here. Yeah. So we got this idea. High five. I'll go upstairs. I'll lure the children with a claw machine. Then I'll use their blood <laughs> to feed oh, the Cabbage Patch Kids.
0: Okay. <laughs> you now we still haven't solved the vortex thing, though. But I guess we did. Well, we, we,
2: we, I mean, you know, look, look just gonna buy yourself some time
0: now the dna <laughs> report does say human blood
2: oh yeah yeah okay. specifically mm. human blood
0: do you know any dentists like what about the guy who sold you the gas like could you get him over here and uh
2: you Talk, know you're talking about toby yeah toby
0: you, you, don't, want toby. Toby over,
2: mm-hmm. you don't want toby
0: over here you okay <laughs> i like toby yeah <laughs> he's your he's your dentist too so his yeah, dental office of also under the airport Yep. Okay. Toby's a
1: regular Renaissance man. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, jack of jack of all trades, master of all of them too.
1: Oh, it does look like the—I uh, don't know what the right word is for this, like mm-hmm. congealing, maybe. Like the Cabbage Patch babies are starting to morph into one. Mini oh God, creature. You're right. They're <laughs> yeah. starting to come out.
2: They're starting to come out of the cabbages. Wow. <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <It> <laughs> Wait, I know what to bad. do. I know what okay. to do. Hang on. I know what to grab.
0: Oh, he's got one of those Elon Musk flamethrowers. No, it's... <laughs> it's, a,
2: it's the mallet from the whackable.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, perfect.
2: I, I figure, you know, here we go. Jackball b- dad. We're going to pop him in.
3: Get him, Dr. Go. Odd. You,
2: you can do it. Oh, oh my God. It.
0: Oh, wow. okay. I think That one's just
2: that one really working. Oh, you, oh, you <laughs> rascal over here. Do not away.
1: Dr. Odd, there's one behind you. Quick. There we go. <laughs> Oh my god!
2: Oh man! There we that go! One, popping them in, th- popping them back in the cabbage. <laughs> I'm gonna be the world champion! Without a <laughs> you, were,
0: you were sweating
1: Watch so out. much. Watch out for that mulberry bush.
2: I think I, uh, I think I got a ball.
0: Oh, wow! That was, yeah. A couple of them just like burst, like old pumpkins. Yeah, super gross. Everywhere. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, Somewhat. Well, so- that does make me feel better because if you would, if they had burst and it had been like viscera or a brain or something. That would have been... um, Yeah,
1: I'm starting to think you're more vegetable than anything else.
3: Were you going to say awesome?
0: mm, Again, uh, no, but...
1: I think they're just in the shape of people. I guess
0: awesome in the way that the Bible uses it sometimes. Where it's like, (laughs) this is an awesome disaster. (laughs) You know? uh, I take that. Yeah. um, Well, I
1: guess you saved the world, Dr. Odd.
0: Well, well, for now. No. The, yeah. world,
1: the world is never going to know her, thank you.
2: All right, so... Well, I'll tell you what. Everyone in town is going to know. Because <laughs> I'm going to eat a lot <laughs> of sauerkraut tonight. Oh. <laughs>